G'day, g'day, g'day. That's three g'days just for you and for whoever's next year. Go on, give them a g'day. This is the Punting Monologue brought to you by Mint Sports. Mintsports.com.au for all your sporting content. Get on over to Mintbet. Get that app in your DAX. I'm Sonny Munn. With me, as always, is Benny Clifton. How you doing, Ben? Yeah, good, mate. Got a real extra spring in my step today because we're covering the sunny coast on Saturday and it's one of my favourite tracks to punt at. Really? Oh, I'm liking this. I love the long straight. Generally pretty dry. You get to the middle of the track and you just go whooshka down the middle and best horses win. Nothing to dislike about the Sunshine Coast in general, mate, but I'm excited to hear. So I'm tipping we're not going to let too many through to the keeper. We might be having a bit of a crack. Yeah, that's right, definitely. We're, yes. we're going to punt our little hearts out this Saturday. <laughs> and mentioning that, we, we also did the Valley preview for Mooney Valley, so jump on over and have a listen Correct to that. Correct, Amundo. Going to be punting at the Valley. And you weren't shy there either, so it could be a busy, busy Saturday. And for anyone listening, I do apologise, but my neighbour has decided to try and effectively knock the door down with a hammer, so... Uh, Anything that's sort of reverberating through your skull won't just be my nasal annoyance. It'll actually be something from the neighbour. So nasal annoyance wouldn't be a bad horse name. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on. Hey, mate, it's going to be beautiful conditions, as always, on the Sunshine Coast. Is there anything we should know about the track? You mentioned the straight. Yeah, so it's good for rail true. As you mentioned, the weather's going to be fine. Just at Sunny Coast, try to avoid the. I try to avoid the inside gates generally um, because if they get stuck on the inside, it's just a slower part of the track. If you can get to the middle of the track and got a horse who's strong through the line, that's where that's what you want to be looking for, and that's what I've looked for in this card. And hopefully, we've found a few winners. If you want to back a horse who's a little bit of a query at the distance, um, I don't think Sunny Track is the is the track for you. Nice. And also for those on the sunny coast, try and avoid that main strip of Mooloolabar. It's getting a little bit tacky, so we need to make sure we maintain. All right, let's get straight into race one, mate, over 1,200 metres. Our favourite is the top weight, Mashani Raider. Just a field of eight here, and six of them are in single figures. So Mashani Raider at 3.10, Trifling at 4.20, Adelaide at 4.40, Aristella at 6.50, Lucky Lenny at nines, and then we finally get a bit more of a blowout. Uh, obviously, the standard's going to drop off after the Magic Millions and all that. This is a pretty weak two-year-old race. We sort of know what a lot of these horses are. Mashani Raider, the favourite, definitely got its limitations. was okay first up, but it was probably entitled to win it was a very short price held up a little bit but it's on the backup that's a positive but we just know what this horse is it's limited so i don't want to get involved with it adelaide uh, number two comes out of a toowoomba race that rated terribly so i'm not interested in that trifling went all right last start but it's got a line through mashani raider so i think that brings it brings it down and sort of we know what level that is the horse that i'm interested in is aristala this has only had one start it's coming out of the race at the gold coast which was worth 500,000 so it was a good good quality race went back from the middle gate ran home really well I don't think it necessarily handled the the heavy 10 track gets back on a good track up to 1200 meter suits and I expect them to ride it a lot closer so I'm going with Aristella because it's a completely different form line to those other the first three in the market who are all tied in together and who are all very limited so um, I think Aristella is the one with the most upside nice and a little bit of value early as well you beauty we're trying to get some money in the pockets early and, uh, and then we can sit out the last couple of races. I think that's how it's going to pan out. I like it, mate. Man with a plan. I love it. Let's go to race two over 
2,400 metres, a bit more distance on this one. We've got Greek Hero looking for a Herculean ride at about 250. First in line is currently second, hmm, at 290. Hostage of War. Wonder if it's got Paddy Hurst on its back at seven bucks and a deal of humour at seven. Tappy's Lad is there at eight as well. Is there value here too? We're going to have a bet. We're only going to concentrate on the first two in the market because I think that's about where the race ends. Greek Hero... I can understand why it's, why it's favourite, but I'm not with it. It was okay last start, got held up. That race didn't rate all that well. Goes to 2,400 metres, which is probably an unproven distance for it. So um, I'm against it. The horse I'm with is first in line, who comes out of a race that rated really well, is on the back up, which is key. It's had two runs of 2,000 metres, goes to 2,400 metres now. I think it has a better setup than what Greek Hero does, and I think it can even challenge for favouritism as we get closer to the race. So I'm with first in line. Greek Hero, I can understand, but there's just a couple of queries on it, and I think the rest are just making up the numbers. So first in line for me, Sonny. Lovely to hear it. First in line gets the job done over the current favourite, but that may switch around. This dude hammering next door is doing my head in. He's going hard at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> get some power tools, mate. Like, Can you get an electric hammer? How archaic is it? I've got Moses chiselling away the tabs. It might be uh, Andy Dufresne. <laughs> i tell you what, mate. I'm, I'm going to act like one of the wardens and head over there and give him what for in a second because... It is. It's like my conscience has a pulse. It's not good. All right. Race three. Let's get through this. If you hear any rubble collapsing on me, mate, just call the cops, would you? Race three, we've got Sailor Wendell presenting the Jewel International. What a man. He's our favourite. Sailor at 260. Very intoxicating at 380. Then it blows out to sevens with Lucky Exchange and Finskeel. Or Finshiel? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. What are we liking this one, mate? Finsial. Finsial. Um, nice. We're not we're not going to have a bet. Okay. There's a couple of things I'm certain certain of. I don't like Sailor. That's the favourite. It was a big drifter last start at Doombin. It won, but it, it sort of had the inside rail. I thought it had favours in in that run. I think it's, there's a little bit more depth in this race. So I'm against Sailor. I was looking at very intoxicating. I just wasn't quite sure enough to stamp it. I think it's two runs back of being okay in tougher grade, drops in grade and probably ready to peak third up at 1,600 metres. It hasn't really proven itself there, so that was a little bit of a query. There was just enough queries with it to not label it. I think the market has found it enough. Finciao, I think, goes all right at the track, but the query at the class for mine, I don't think it's necessarily put enough uh, sort of ratings together in the lower classes to suggest it's going to handle this rising class. And Lucky Exchange was another one I was entertaining. I just sort of tied myself in knots with this race. I'm like, could I back Lucky Exchange? Could I back Very Intoxicating? They're probably the two I was looking at mainly, but in the end it got too hard, tied myself in a knot and ended up not uh, tipping anything. So I can understand if I had to, Tip one would be very intoxicating from Lucky Exchange, but I can definitely tell you that I'm not backing Sailor. Yeah, well, you don't have to do anything. You don't want to, mate. It's your life. So let that one go through to the keeper. I'm dead set going to go next door and bop this bloke soon. And we've got... Hey, hey, it could be a girl. I don't know. I shouldn't have been presumptuous. (laughs) But I hope it's a bloke because I really (laughs) want to be able to throw something at him. All right. Hey, have you, you haven't forgotten your Oman tip, have you? No, but I'm actually starting to think now I need to find something with a hammer in it or something like that because this could be <laughs> quite prescient and poignant. It can be the th- it can be the theme of the of the podcast. Oh God, it is not a theme that I'm enjoying. Let's go to race. For- you know what? You won't even be able to hear it on the podcast, and I'll just sound like an insane person. <laughs> 
even more so than usual. <laughs> that's the noises in your head. Yeah, that's right. What hammer, dude? You don't have a neighbour. Ah! All right, race four is over 1,400 metres. Our favourite is Love Sensation. I like that. That sounds a bit like an 80s dating show. <laughs> Love Sensation. Hey, quick sidebar. Our friend, Azza, friend of the pod, at his wedding, he had, speaking of 80s dating shows, <laughs> I just remembered this, Greg Evans from Perfect Match was his wedding celebrant. Unbelievable. Isn't that an outrageous manoeuvre? He did well to book him. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to get Mike Mead, but that's all right. He, um, Greg Evans, it was a celebrant, and he also, he even did the whole shtick of like, you know, he got the fingers pointing to the crowd, and be like, I don't know about you, but I'd say these two are a perfect match. They're no longer together. That's okay. <laughs> you really played it up. Oh, mate, absolute <laughs> ham, absolute ham. So we got Love Sensation with Greg Evans on its back at 270, a perfect match with Atlantic Eagle at 320, then Tranquil Bay at 859 bucks. Dimanara, uh, sounds delicious, sounds like a car or a pasta, and then the top weight or is 11 bucks, and we just get bigger and bigger and bigger there. Yeah, and I mean, I think this race is pretty thin. I think I'll just run through the two main chances in the race. Love Sensation. It had a little bit of form, then they had to drop it back to a Class 1 plate, which is a pretty low race just to get a win. It was well backed in the market. I think they opened it up $2. That was snapped up. Started $1.60. Ran pretty good time, but the standards for that sort of class are pretty lenient, so it was entitled to win the way it did, so I wouldn't be hanging your hat on that performance it does have some figures elsewhere in a previous life but it is, is also a horse who's only one two from 22 so i'm not getting too excited about it from its last start the horse i am getting excited about is number 12 atlantic eagle i think this is a really really nice horse and cool it's a five-year-old mare he's only had five starts so it's it's obviously had a few issues along the way and had a few breaks here and there. And even last start, it was coming off a long break and there was just enough market support to suggest this horse is going to run really well. And it just, it's just it got a ripping turn of foot and it's suited by this Sunshine Coast track where it's likely to get back. But drawn barrier 10, I love that. It's going to get to the middle of the track where you've got to be. And I think and the way this race will pan out is Love Sensation will probably boot clear and then Atlantic Eagle come down the outside and gobble it up. And get the money. Oh, I like when you visualise it, mate. Gets me tingling. You have to visualise it. You have to. <laughs> it's a part of form analysis. Visualise the way the race is going to pan out. and I can see myself ripping up the losing tickets now. I can visualise it. <laughs> so I'm assuming, did this horse have a lot of injuries or what? Because if this is only its sixth run in five years... Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was a late starter, so, I mean, it could have there could have been various reasons why it yep. took so long to get to the track. But just visually, like, on the, I, don't, I don't know the head from the tail of a horse, but it looks a big horse, and big horses tend to have a few more niggles because okay. of, you know, more you know, stress on their legs, whatever. But, you know, last start, first up at Sunny Coast, it looked like it was in pretty good fitness and looked in good shape because uh, the way it accelerated the last 100 metres was pretty impressive. Yeah, so, good. just need to get it to the track in one piece on Saturday. I think it can it can win, and uh, when it comes to knowing a horse from its head or tail, I think I've got you covered there. For those playing at home, the <laughs> tail is the thing at the back that keeps flies off its clacker, and the nose is what it's going to win by on the weekend. We're at race five, absolute dash for Kashish here over a thousand. Our short price favourite is Steady Ready. Hmm, I'm going to be asking if this is short for a reason because it's a buck seventy-five. All right, let's just stop there, Sonny. Let's just stop there. We don't need to. We do Whoa. not need to go through any of the others. It's an early mark for Sonny Man. Let's stop right there.
You beauty. This horse is a complete moron. <laughs> I like this. Fair moz. It's formed through yellow brick. Superb. Yellow brick was off the map in the Magic Millions. Alpine Edge uh, won a Magic, Magic Millions race. It's dropping a long way in class. Claims two to get down to 59. It'll jump from barrier six, either bit, sit outside the lead or go to the front, and they won't see which way it went. So let's move on, Sonny. There's, there's your winner. You know what? I obviously hope for nothing but success for you in your life, but I wouldn't mind playing that back <laughs> if it loses. That'll be the highlight reel. Oh, it'll be an absolute. It'll be my ringtone. Let's go to race six now. Another dash for cash in the fun run here. We've got the bopper, which is very, very close to being an omen with this drip banging the door down next to me. But it's way too short for that. It's a dollar seventy-five as well. Am I going through the field here, or is this one already won? Maybe go through a couple of them, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, there's no secret to who I think's going to win the race. <laughs> cool. So we've got Moe's Crown at five fifty, then Remlap's Gem at eight fifty, Ru- Ubiquitous at nine fifty. It's double figures the rest in a fairly decent field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this horse. The confidence levels aren't as strong as what they were in the previous race, but the, this is the winner. The figure it did it, Sunny Coast, two starts back was huge. Four mine's been huge. The market's really liked it. So uh, there's no reason to back against this horse. $1.75, that's skinny for a horse who's going to get back over the 1000 but I think even if you just see a little drift, that'll be nice. But it, it's, it's your winner. Moe's Crown, I mean, it was a little bit disappointing last start. At Scone, it sat outside the lead, which on a hot tempo, it gave a little kick, but got pretty tired, so that was a little bit disappointing. It's going to have a map advantage over the bopper, but I just think the bopper's on another level to Moe's Crown. So I'm tipping the bopper, hoping for a little drift um, closer to the race as the percentages get down. I mean, we're still betting 125%, so they should get down to about 118, and you should be able to get a better price. So I'm with the bopper, Sonny. Good to know. Absolutely no idea what you're talking about with the percentages. And you know what? Don't care. So, race seven, over 1,600 metres. We'll unpack it another day. Right now, I really don't care. We've got Affogato Girl. This looks like a tough race. Affogato Girl at 480. Mission of Love at 550. The Vowels at six. And my Oman, Porky, at six bucks. Then Mashani Spartan at nine. And then we've got a handful around the 10 buck mark. This looks pretty difficult. Yeah, it is. But I'm tipping one here, number 11, Mission of Love. Now, I think we'll have to put the okay. replay of this horse's win up on socials because had to. it's a real visual one. And it's, I mean, there's figures there to back it up as well. But just the last 100 metres of this run was just huge. It just powered through the line, which I love. Gets to the bigger track, which I love. Barrier 2, I don't love, but... It's only carrying 52.5 kilos for an acceleration horse. I love that. All Jaden Lloyd needs to do from barrier two is get away from the inside, get it to the outside. Love that it's going to the mile. It'll just come down the middle and hopefully win. So I'm with Mission of Love. I think there's limitations amongst the rest. The Vows, I mean, it's been going okay. Hasn't been breaking the clock. Porky's tied in with the Vows. I think they have their limitations. Afrigato Girl, as you mentioned, is the favourite, ran ordinary time at this track and distance last start. Once again, going well, has limitations. I'm going with the horse with a little bit of upside, and that's Mission of Love. So, Jaden Lloyd, if you're listening, I know he's a big fan of the pod. Oh, yeah. Get to the outside. Get to the outside. That's all you need to do. And come in first, preferably. Now, my Oman Porky, is it no chance? <laughs> Well, why is it the Oman? Because of the movie. No, no, it's actually a mate of ours, Ake's good friend of the pod. Back in the day, he was in a rep 
footy team. Is it called a Cannons or one of those ones? Anyway, yeah. they went to some some rep footy carnival on the Gold Coast and they had a day off and went to Movie World, Hollywood on the Gold Coast. And, you know, it was all very much in uniform and all proper and all the rest of it. And he's an angry little man. For whatever reason, I don't really know the crux of it, but the long and the short of it is he decked Porky Pig. <laughs> he got in an altercation and threw a punch at the massive mascot of Porky Pig, which probably would have been like a 12-year-old kid and it was above his head, but he absolutely clocked him and the head came flying off and they basically he got kicked out of movie world. Didn't Ace Venturi get in a punch up with a mascot? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and this is Ace. It's very close. Ace, not Ace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different Ace. So... He was called Porky for years. It was a great nickname. Unfortunately, it never stuck. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sure Porky Pig never it was never quite the same at Hollywood on the, <laughs> the Gold 15 Coast. year old pimply kid under the yeah. I'm gonna sue Porky Pig. Gone. <laughs> All right, let's go to race eight, mate. We've got 1400 meters here. Our favourite is oh the year eight French is getting challenged here. Chalot at 380. Tumbler Ridge at 460. Roman Aureus. For the ancient currency fans among us, at 5.50, Star of Michelin for those wanting to get stuck into the Tucker at 10s, and that's about all she wrote. Gee, this is a large field. Large field, that's the feature of the day. Patrons on course are all heading there to see, but not a betting race for mine. And the main reason is Shalo, the favourite. I love this horse. I think it's always had near-on Group 1 ability when it was down in Melbourne, they just couldn't find the right race for it. And so it's changed camps now. Great camp it's gone to the O'Day Hoisted um, camp. Absolutely flying. Can really get their horses to go to another level. I love that. I just don't know what it's going to do in this in this race. Mm. First up, it absolutely flies. So it seems like they've set it for it. But I'd be completely guessing if I tipped this horse to you. And I think it probably it's, if it runs up to its best, it wins by three lengths. But who knows what it's going to produce. I think the market will tell the story with Shalo. Um, as, the, as the race gets closer, we'll know how well Shalo's going to go. Roman Aureus, one of mine. He was impressive at Toowoomba last start. Better suited the distance. Stuck in barrier one. I don't love that for that horse. And Tumbler Ridge, I mean, it's first up of 140 days, $4.60. Who knows how well it's going. I mean, it has trialled well leading in, but um, is it going to produce a peak rating first up? Highly unlikely. So just too many queries for me in this one, Sonny. But there's a big watch on Shalo. I mean, it'll probably come out and win and we miss the opportunity, but... um, I'll just be glad to see it firing up there. So uh, we'll let this one go. Yeah, look, it sounds pretty murky to me. A lot of names getting thrown around in the mix there. I reckon we just sit back. You've basically picked a winner in every other race anyway. So let's go over to the ninth now and have another <laughs> look at another tough one. We've got Fast Connie at 225. Besides, I think that's a meteor shower, isn't it? At six bucks. Bundy and Coke, that'll have a puncher's chance. That's at nine bucks. Charge on at 10. Kudu at 11. And then it drifts out from there. Is this another one that we're just sort of counting the cash from the first seven races? Yeah, and I was looking at the favourite Fast Coney. It's pretty short in the market, $2.25 at the moment for a horse who's going to get back on the inside. So. They dropped it way in class last start at Doomba, and it was impressive. It looked visually impressive. Time was just okay, but they've obviously got a plan with it now to work it back through the grades. So the bigger track suits, given it's going to get back, but just on the inside, it's, if it gets stuck in there, I wouldn't want to be with it. So I think the market's found it enough fast, Coney, that we don't have to worry about backing this horse. Besides, as you mentioned, is the only other horse mainly in the market. Ran nice time last start, fires at the track, couldn't talk you out of it, but couldn't talk you into it either. So we're leaving the last two go, Sonny. I think we've got enough winners early in the day to sit back and relax. 
My word. I did just notice towards the end of the field there at about 40 to 1 is a horse called Brad. And I quite like that. Just Brad. Solid name, isn't it? Isn't it? It's just right, oh, Brad. We'll work on the name later. Who's the most famous Brad you know? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt would have to be number one. I mean, otherwise my mind just goes straight to Brad Hogg and, and Brad Hodge. Just goes to cricketers. <laughs> if you did a straw poll around the world, I'm tipping Pitt might just shade Hogg. I don't know. We'll see how we go. The Chinaman. Ah, oh, mate, with the tongue out and the top off. That could be either of them, really. All right, let's fly through the card here. It's a hell of a day. Race one, we've got Aristella. And the place should just about double your investment there. That's a good way to start. First in line is going to pip Greek Hero in race two. We're counting our cash already in race three and getting ready for race four. We're in only its sixth run in five years. Atlantic Eagle is going to start filling the coffers. We can then absolutely back the truck up because Steady Ready has already won race five. You heard it here first. Race six, the boppers on another level. Should get the job done there. Race seven. Gee, this is a packed card. Mission of Love is your tip, but it's going to get done by Oman's Porky. <laughs> and race eight and nine, we're not going to bother. And right now, mercifully, the neighbourly numbskull has stopped busting my temples, so I don't have to go Porky Pig over on him. <laughs> so that's about all we've got. What's your best? I mean, I know what your best is. Steady Ready is already... Steady Ready. I mean, it's $1.75 at the moment. I can't see any way that it drifts from that price. And then I'm really excited about Mission of Love. I think if he gets Ooh. to the outside from that inside gate, it'll win. So those two are the ones I'm really narrowing my focus on. So Steady Ready and Mission of Love. I think we'll put up a video of that Mission of Love uh, last 200 metres of its race and have a look on our socials for that. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Well, if you haven't heard the Mooney Valley pod yet, feel free to dive over and listen to that. Otherwise, that's pretty much all for us. Good luck out there, punters. Thanks, Sonny. Good luck. Good luck. See you later, guys. Bye, doll. Body stopped.